Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, and this is Sunday. So this is our Sunday service, and we all know what that means. That means we don't go to real church, but we cherry-pick the good things that real church has and discard everything else. And actually, the only good thing that real church has is... Based in logic, he actually makes a decent argument. God is God, and God won't ever change. God is God, and he always will be God. That's like the ultimate wish fulfillment, you know? It's like uh, there's this unchanging force, never will ever be deterred in any way, will always be there looking over us. And it it is a constant in a world of absolute chaos and uh, death and insecurity at least god is god but you know lyrics aside the fucking song rules or the meaning of the lyrics aside song rules i mean i even like the lyrics i don't if i if i hear them and i'm not like parsing them i don't give a fuck i like the lyrics they sound good who gives a shit but yeah the content is fucking wacky um Speaking of fucking going to church, speaking of not going to church, my very best friend in the entire world, literally just just before this, told me that uh, I actually hadn't heard about this thing, but in L.A., um, there was a, which wasn't supposed to happen. Churches are not supposed to get together and congregate. Unlike us, we congregate, but we're not, we're not supposed to do that here in L.A. We're supposed to have brains here in L.A. Um, but apparently it happened and someone somewhere, uh, let me find it actually. Well, actually went to a mother's day church service. Um, and didn't go too well because the day after the service, someone who went tested positive for the novel coronavirus. So that means she put in jeopardy 180 people. It reminds me of that fucking uh, uh, nightclub thing I was talking about last episode. That ha- shit happened in South Korea. Now there's like 142 people from that one night that clubs had opened. Uh, 142 people now who went out that night have come down with it. So just after totally opening, South Korea had to shut back down again. It's basically the path we're on. The only difference is, is that we're not going to shut down again. Because once things are open... There's going to be so many fucking guardrails and so much suspicion from everybody who thinks there's some deep state plot to shut down the economy and make Trump lose. Which, by the way, if fucking the deep state people who control the earth, who control the world, and control the world's purse strings, why would they want the economy to collapse? That doesn't benefit them. That hurts them where where it counts the most. Also, just to interject this on this real quick before I get back to the fucking Mother's Day church service shit. It shouldn't be Bill Gates who everyone points to as the one responsible for all this. It should obviously be Jeff Bezos because Jeff Bezos is becoming the richest, richest. He was already the richest man in the world. Now he's becoming like 10 times as rich as that because everybody literally relies on Amazon to feel safe, to be safe. 
and yeah, so why don't we focus a little bit of the absolute insane conspiracy theories that Bill Gates gets all of, spread the fucking love around and shed some on fucking Mr. Lazy Eye himself. Is that a lazy eye? I actually don't even know. It's scary though, and it's very super villainy. I mean, he looks so much like Dr. Evil. It's fucking insane. Did people talk about that? People must talk about that. I've never heard that, but that he, he, they resemble each other so much, and they're both such supervillains, comical, like cartoonish supervillain types, and they look alike. They must be, there must be like a gajillion memes about that. I've never seen it, but. Um, yeah, so this woman, like a fucking idiot, went to church on Mother's Day and got herself somehow, some way, COVID-19. Either she had it before and gave it to everybody at church or someone at church gave it to her and she left with it and God knows how many other people left with it. Actually, God does know. God is God. God knows everything. According to these people. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is just like fucking case in point. This is why we're not going to church. Because people who have COVID don't know they have COVID. It's nothing. It's no fucking deep state conspiracy. Nobody actually gives a rat fuck if you go to church under normal circumstances. Even me, even more assholey fucking hardcore atheists. We don't give a shit if you go to church under normal circumstance. We have no issue with what you do in your dipshit time, on your own dipshit time. But right now, everyone's fucking in this shit together whether we want to be or not so as i've been pleading with you for fucking weeks now just don't go to church just don't go to fucking church you're either gonna get or give you know also stop making up fucking reasons why we don't want you to go to church I was looking at my fucking favorite shit, my favorite feed, right wing watch. And it's really crazy. It's really, really, really fucking crazy. Um, The mental gymnastics that, that a lot of people, that a lot of these people do, a lot of these people who think there's some big conspiracy going on to try to, I don't really know. I actually, I can't, I honestly cannot figure it out. And it's kind of like the more I watch of them, the less I understand. And I watch a lot of them. Even if this podcast didn't exist, I would watch a lot of that shit. But because it does, I watch so much of it because uh, I talk about it a lot and I want to know what these fucking people are saying. But it just is crazy the lengths to which they'll go, whether they realize it or not, to just vilify people who literally all they're asking is for them to stay home. And I'm not even arguing like, well, they want to, they're trying to save your life. That's not really even, I don't give a fuck about that. I guess in an indirect way, they are trying to save their life, but that's not really the reason everybody's telling everybody else to stay home. It's for everyone's safety, really. And also the thought at least went, the quicker we can get this over with, the quicker we can get everybody back to work and put all this behind us. But I mean, that's all gone to shit now. All these people with their fucking protests got too much time on their fucking hands. I was, I mean, I I think a lot of people know about this. There's a, uh, there's a video going around from a local New York reporter Uh, I've seen it a bunch of times now and he's at, he's at some fucking, what is it? Okay. Yeah. So his name's Kevin VC, Kevin Vesey. Yeah. And, uh, he's covering a protest, which had all these fucking ridiculous signs and it's all, it's all like purely, purely trump talking points it's weird how much that shit trickles down it's really weird how how quickly that shit just ends up in the mouths of morons especially fake news i mean fake news is unfortunately a term we're gonna have to live with for the rest of our fucking lives 
anytime someone doesn't like something that someone says about someone, they're just they just call it fake news. That's it. It's like a super cheap retort that once you let it out of the box, everyone's going to end up using it. And fake news doesn't even mean anything anymore because all it means is I don't like what you say. I like what other people say. That's real news. What you say, whether it's true or not, because I don't like it, first and foremost, it's fake news. I mean, fake news is going to be the most enduring thing, the term uh, of the Trump presidency. But this thing is fucking crazy. The, the, the guy is literally, first of all, I find it ironic that the, the guy's doing his job. He's trying to earn a living. And everyone there at that protest is protesting their inability to make a living. They want to go back out. They want the economy to reopen. They want the world to reopen. They want to get back to business as usual. Fine. Fucking whatever. But this guy's doing that. This guy's literally doing that. Earning money. Earning money. Give me my money. He's making a fucking living. But they didn't like that. He was a reporter and therefore fake news, which he doesn't even like work for fucking CNN or some shit. He's literally a local reporter. And I believe this is in Long Island. Let me just play the fucking video for you. Yeah, this is Long Island. Who stopped airing? Wow. Wow. Fucking the most Long Island woman ever at the top of the video. All right, here we go. By the way, just to set the scene, this is during the day. All the police around them are wearing masks. Everybody that's not a protester is wearing a mask. All of the protesters are not wearing masks because I guess they got to make that point. What I don't get is you can you can be both. You can be both. You can easily be both. You can easily be someone who's like, you know, um, we have to reopen the economy right now. And also, I don't want to die or I don't want anybody else to die. So let's just follow the rules. You don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. You don't like the fucking thing the government's doing? Fine. Put a fucking mask on. Stay a fucking part. Why? Because it's easy. Anyway, here's the fucking video. Get by on the sidewalk, that's all. Well, you shouldn't be here, you're fake news. You stopped, you stopped airing the Trump briefings and you keep airing Cuomo briefings. Go home, Traitor. you fake news. Go home. You are the enemy of the people. You are the enemy. You are fake news. We know that you're liberal gender. We know you want to keep your job. We get it. You're not getting advertised a dollar right now. I mean, the guy is getting absolutely fucking swarmed. He doesn't seem scared, but honestly, I feel like most people would be scared in this situation because you just don't know. Also, he's, he's wearing a fucking mask. He probably is like, ah, all these fucking people breathing on me. Um, There's like kids there and shit. God, these people are being such assholes. I mean, talk about hypocrisy. The dude's literally doing his job. Interviewing people while they're there. He's not calling them dumb. He's not even posing anything. He's literally asking these people, interviewing them at, at a protest. And everyone's yelling at him. They're saying, you're the virus. You're fake news. You're fake news. There's a woman like right next to her daughter who's been like, you're fake news. You know that. You know we know that. You're fake news. And it's just like, all right. All right, you... Empty skulled woman. You have an empty skull. You literally just see some blustery guy say a thing and then you say it and that's it. That's the beginning and end of the oh, and critical thinking. You're fake news. You know that, right? You know we know that. Fucking kick. Okay. Here's the rest of it. Oh, you're a 
Yeah, fuck you. Who put me on TV too? My name is Fritz. Hey, man. We all know you want to be on TV. Don't act like, yeah, I don't mind, you fucking idiot. Fritz from fucking Long Island with the camo pants and the fucking Trump shirt. We know you want to be on TV. You clearly are disturbed and haven't a life. Of course you want to fucking be on TV. That's a, Literally, that was the best day of your life. Everybody here at this rally that ended up being on TV, it's the best day of their life. Wow, you know? I mean, fucking fuck, you know? <sighs> Poor Kevin. He's fucking, I mean, that is a fucking nightmare, man. It's like a literal fucking horror movie. All those people just in his fucking face. What happened to you, Kevin? What happened to you, Kevin? You're fake news. You're fake news. You know that? You're fake news. Used to be a good station. I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm Fritz. Fuck you. Pieces of work, everybody there, huh? Uh, now it's fucking, it's mandatory as of actually, re- it was, this is new. This is, this is within the week, the last week, which is weird actually, but they've made it mandatory to wear masks in LA, which I find kind of funny because like, what are they going to do? Arrest people for not wearing them? They're certainly not going to find them. I don't know what's going to happen, but I've, I've, I've seen plenty of people since that went in place, not wearing masks. And I swear they all have the same look in their eyes. And it's interesting to me to think about how that look that they have in their eyes is exactly what they're, it's, 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 it's a glimpse into exactly what they're getting off on. They fucking so clearly love to be looked at. They so clearly love to be looked at and thought of as someone who doesn't listen to that shit, ain't having that. Ain't paying attention to that. They don't have to do it. They're fucking American. They're so American, they don't need to wear a fucking mask. It's such fucking petulance. It's like a look into the eyes of petulance. It's so fucking annoying. I'm going to start carrying around like medals. Like medals that you can hang around your fucking neck. And I'm just going to start handing them out to people who, who aren't wearing masks. Because they obviously all think they deserve one. There's somebody I I, uh, I had to unfollow on Instagram because it was just so fucking annoying every once in a while seeing their uh, posts about this shit. But, but then um, today I, I checked back in with, with him, with, a, with his account. And it was like so much more extreme than it used to be. And it's interesting to, to, to remember the amount of annoying that it was, I don't know, two months ago when it was like little sprinkles of it here and there. Now it's just like the whole fucking stories. His last several posts were like all like reposting this totally fucking insane account. That's just like, here's the thing I don't get about these people who, who are proposing all these like alternative uh, truths. Why, why is it always a person filming themselves in a nondescript location with like some nurse uh, top on and they're all just like, I'm a nurse and here's what's really going on. Like, who the fuck are you? Where the fuck do you work? And why the fuck am I looking at this? All of the proof, and I'm not just talking about fucking Florida, man. Any of you know, you know. I'm not going to explain fucking Florida, man, again. But everyone from fucking Florida, man, to uh, really all of everyone, everyone who 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 believes that this is a fucking hoax or whatever the fuck word they want to use, 
conspiracy, overblown fake news. I don't fucking know. All of these people, all they do is send you individual people, whether like a Facebook post or a forwarded email or a video on Instagram, fucking uh, IGTV, whatever the fuck. It's just one person who I've never heard of. I have no context for them. So-and-so comma MD or some person uh, filming themselves saying they're a nurse on pulling back the curtain on what's really going on. Here's, here's the, th- the thing, the, th- the most thing though for me. Let's say, let's just, even though I don't think it, let's just say that everything coming from the mainstream media is wrong, Okay. or at least about coronavirus. Let's just say that. Obviously, I don't believe that. But let's just, let's even grant people who oppose in totality everything that MSM has to say, mainstream media has to say. Let's grant them that. That's way giving giving away too much. But even that, let's do it. Okay, so let's say I'm someone, I'm fucking a guy uh, just fucking without really any expertise in any area right but i insist that the mainstream media is full of shit the entire apparatus then how come the very first fucking facebook post that my cousin's friend's mom screenshot sent to my cousin's friend then sent to my cousin then sent to my cousin sent to me why would i believe that why would i believe a fucking igtv video of some woman with massive hair claiming to be a nurse claiming to know that masks are more likely to give you the virus than protect you from the virus why do i trust her person who i have zero context for give zero fucks about, have no framework for. I'm supposed to just out of hand believe this fucking individual person over, I don't know, everything, every purported expert and media fucking analyst or whatever the fuck you want to call them. I just going to believe her because, because only because it's not the mainstream media. That is my only criteria. All I see about all these people, the only fucking criteria they have about their news is that they accept it as long as it didn't come from the mainstream media. Do you know, do you know how fucking stupid that is? It's reactionary. It's stupid. It's the, it's so fucking narrow. And you know what else it is? It just shows that you will do anything. You will believe anything. If it's the thing you'd rather believe is true. I mean, that is like the foremost fucking tenet of any religious person. Doesn't have to be Christianity. I don't care where you are. It's more comforting to believe what the books tell you, what your fucking priest tells you, what your pastor tells you. What this fucking nurse with the big hair in the middle of fucking nowhere in a nondescript place that works at a nondescript hospital without a fucking name tag on her badge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She seems fucking legit. And that's not even to knock her. My only point is I don't know who the fuck that is. My point isn't that she's full of shit. My point is who the fuck is that? And why would I believe that person? The only reason I would believe that person is because it's counter to what the fucking media is saying. That's just as dumb as eating out of the hand of the media. That is just as dumb, if not actually dumber, than just taking it fucking every single thing that the media tells you. Eating up their narrative, which is the worst thing about the media, but also absolutely believing every single thing, every fucking word they say. What's the fucking difference? It's just blind faith. The only difference is at least the media has a long-standing sort of history that you can look at how right they've been, how wrong they've been, and line that up with actual history. This fucking nurse with the big hair on some Instagram account, 
I don't know who that is. I don't know who that, what that person's history is. I don't know fucking anything. And I certainly don't know what the fuck your fucking cousin's friend's mom is talking about. But it really is. It's the same fucking bullshit as religion. You just want, you'd rather believe that shit. And that's the end of it. It is anti-critical thinking. It is non-critical thinking. It is non-thinking. It is hoping. Uh, there's this uh, new, speaking of it being like a religion, there's this article going around this week that is just like a, tr- every once in a while I'll read an article that is just like, okay, well, that is a truly important thing that I just read. And I actually want to, um, I'm going to pull it up right now. So I have the name of the fucking writer in front of me because she's a fucking brilliant, brilliant, brilliant person and really put this together in a way that I find, uh, that I found really impressive. It's, it's a really long article. The title of the article is called the prophecies of Q and the subtitle is, uh, the subheading is American conspiracy theories are entering a dangerous new phase. And what a surprise it's about QAnon. And the name of the writer is Adrian LaFrance. Adrian, maybe? Adrian LaFrance. Adrian LaFrance. Um, it is a really long article, a really in-depth article, and a really well laid out thing. It's sort of, it, the whole thrust of it is actually, I mean, kind of like I was just saying, but specifically about QAnon. And then kind of generally about conspiracy thinking in general. Um, but specifically about QAnon, she, she likens it to a, a religion and she, she goes in the order of like Genesis, uh, um, like number, like she, she gives, she runs it down in, in order of the way it came about in biblical terms. So the first part is Genesis. I believe the second part is revelation. I believe the third part is fucking, I don't remember. But yeah, it's like that. And the idea, Adrian, Adrian's idea, the idea, the foundation of the article is that this is more a religion than a theory uh, because it's so sort of tied up in biblical speak. And also it is so available specifically to people who already think religiously. Um, and she interviews a ton of people about it, a ton of believers in it. And they all sort of have this bent of, I don't know why I believe it. I just feel it in my heart. You know, uh, uh, I know that God would, wouldn't lead me astray. And if God wouldn't lead me astray, then how did I end up here? Uh, it's like that kind of shit. It's the same kind of, it's faith-based. It's just faith-based. So instead of, I guess my point is that instead of, whereas with the JFK theories, for instance, take that as an example because everybody fucking knows them. The JFK theories, they're not about faith. They're about some some kind of nefarious thing happening, uh, a national tragedy that seems like it might have had more nefarious roots than than was let on. And it's no matter how misguided that those conspiracy theorists might be. They still, they're focused on who really did this to the American president. This, this isn't that because there's no, there's no, it's endless. There's no thing that Q is purportedly trying to prove. It's just like a, it's become like a way of thinking. It's not about one thing. It's become an entire way of thinking that is purely faith-based. And the reason I say it's purely faith-based is because there is not a single fucking thing, not a single thing that Q has said that has come true. Not one fucking prediction. The first being Hillary Clinton's going to be arrested on some day in 2017, which, hey, that was three years ago. So, at minimum, he was three years off. At maximum, a.k.a. the truth, it's just totally full of shit. And whatever the fuck you people believe, you believe it only because you want to believe it. 
only because it makes you feel better. This writer, she interviews a ton of people to talk about the, how they first came about it. So many. I first came about it on Facebook. Fucking boomers, old people. I first had her about it on Facebook. It just really made sense to me. And then I started doing my own research. That's what they all fucking say. We are the journalists now. The future is in our hands. We must do our research. Where the, what the fuck are your sources, you know? Research. That's what they all fucking say. Do your research when you disagree with them. I don't know. If you did your research, you wouldn't be saying this shit. So fucking stupid. Anyway, that article is amazing. And I totally agree with it. It really is like a religious thing. And a lot of the people who she does interview in it, who aren't believers, but are sort of uh, students of conspiracies, there's this guy that she interviews named Joseph Usinski, I think is his name. He wrote a book called, I believe it's just called American Conspiracy Theories. And it's actually, he has a thing that I found really interesting that that was basically what, whatever side of the political spectrum we end up on, we believe that conspiracies are solely the, uh, the, the peddlers of conspiracies are solely people on the other side of the political aisle. That's what everyone uh, typically believes. If you're on the left, you think of conspiracies as this sort of like a right-wing insanity. And if you're on the right, you think it's like a left-wing cabal, you know, Um, that and, 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 or rather if you're, if you're on the right, you think it's like the the left-wing conspiracy shit, the left-wing conspiracy Clinton machine, you know, but what he says is that that's the wrong way to think about it. There's a kind of mind that thinks this way anyway. There's a kind of mind that is prone to believing there is this controlling force behind everything we do, this paranoia. There's a kind of mind that really, really desires knowing things before they're going to happen or knowing more than their neighbor, feeling part of a secret community. There's all these things. He lists it. uh, this like a he calls it something something like the conspiracy the conspiratorial mind or the, the the framework of the conspiratorial mind, and he goes to great lengths to point out quite well actually that it really isn't a part. There's no partisanship involved. There's this kind of mind, and it's borne out to be true on this coronavirus conspiracy theory shit. I've seen just as many fucking Bernie Bros saying this kind of crazy shit as I have Trump people, MAGA people. It's really it. it this this particular thing right now that we're living through is fucking expansive because it's affecting everyone. This lack of stability, this insecurity, it's it's fucking up everyone's mind. Doesn't matter if it's fucking if you're left or right. So if you have this kind of mind, you're going to fucking go there, you know? And I've seen it. Just fucking firsthand I've seen it happen to people I know on the left. Anyway, Azrian Lafourche in that article in the Atlantic interviews him and he actually, she also interviews, uh, the Travis view, uh, host of the Q anonymous, uh, podcast, who was my guest on this podcast on the third episode of this podcast. I love Travis. He's actually now more than ever. I mean, I interviewed him. I mean, I don't even know this was almost a year ago, but, uh, now more than ever, even more than then, what he's doing is very important because there's so much overlap with QAnon and all this insane coronavirus shit. Uh, but yeah, she interviews these people as well, and they all seem to think, and I tend to agree with them, because what the fuck do I know? They know better than me, that this is more the beginning of something than the end. As in, even if Trump loses in November, these things are not going anywhere. These things are just beginning. And that, while being a scary thought, I think is a is is true, and therefore it goes from scary to just a reality that must be faced, and that's fucking wild to think about. Because I think a lot of us, 
think, well, once this political moment is over, we're going to see less of this crazy conspiracy shit. They don't think so. And that makes me not think so. Uh, all right, I'm going to take a break and come back in a minute. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Before I move on from religious shit, actually, one more religious thing to say. Anybody else see that fucking picture of that fucking priest giving social distance blessings with the fucking, uh, uh, or, or administering? I don't even know. I don't remember. The holy water, even as a fucking kid, that's like the one thing I just never even broached. All of the shit confused me, but that was the one thing I was like, I'm not even going to ask. You know, I asked about the, why do we eat the body of Christ? Why do we drink the blood of Christ? Creepy as fuck. Is this fucking Hellraiser? Is this Hellraiser or is this church? Because if it's not Hellraiser, why the fuck? If this isn't Clive Barker's Hellraiser, why the fuck am I eating the guy who's my God? Why the fuck am I drinking the guy who's my God? These are things I wondered. Why do I have to go into that dark room and talk to that creepy guy in the dark through that screen about shit that I did bad? And then when I tell him what I did bad, why does he have to ask me what, what else I did bad? What if that was it? Why, 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 is every, why is every kid fucking understood to have done tons of bad shit? What if there are good kids? You ever think of that? These are things that I wondered. These are things that I asked and got in trouble for asking. Not with my parents, but with people at fucking church. Because if there's one thing people at church hate, it's questions. If there's any fucking sign that church sucks, all kinds, is that questions are received with annoyance. Why do you call it, why do you call it this? Why, why do I have to go in that room and do this? Because, because it's what we do, okay? I had to do it just like your parents had to do it, just like their parents had to do it. Okay, but that's not a reason. Why do I have to do the fucking weird fucking thing, you know? but I didn't even fucking ask about holy water anyway actually no not anyway the reason I didn't ask about holy water because what the fuck possible an- at a certain point you get eight nine ten of these answers that don't line up you're like I'm not even gonna ask it just looks like a birdbath it's the it's like for people who don't know what I'm talking about it's identical to a birdbath it's just a, uh at least the churches that I've been to they're just in they're like they're they look like birdbaths they're like these concrete things or like water fountains that there's a little pool of water in like a bird bath and but the difference between a bird bath and holy water is that the water in the holy water is holy i don't know though i didn't ask so i can't even tell you what they tell you it is all i know is it's fucking special okay so it's special water that god it's god's water which they probably just turned on a sink and it came out But, uh, yeah, this, this priest was having parishioners. That's a fucking good word. Parishioners. Idiot fucks, though, is also a word that you could use. Driving up in their car, rolling down their window, and the priest in a priest outfit, which, again, looks like something from Hellraiser. In the priest outfit, he's just shooting in a water pistol, like a bright green kid's water pistol, with filled with holy water at the parishioners or big fucking idiots, whatever you want to call them. Hey guys, can we, Hey, people doing that. Can we just, why don't you pull over, find a place that's safe to pull over the side of the road, stop what you're doing, empty your mind as much as you can 
and just take a little distance and think, what am I doing? What the fuck am I fucking doing? Why did I just do that thing that I just did? Why did I drive my car from my home to this other place where there's a man dressed like he's in a Hellraiser with a water pistol in his hand? And then why after that did I roll down my window so he could shoot? So the man dressed like he's in Hellraiser could shoot what he calls holy water and what I understand to be I guess, blessed by God, water that's blessed by God. Okay. Uh, So he could shoot that at my face. Why did I just do that? And if the answer you arrive at isn't, I don't know when I need to get my head checked. If that's not your answer, then keep, then you keep going because you'll get there eventually. Um, Or your brain doesn't work. There's no, there's no two ways about it. It's that way or, or you did it wrong. It's the thing I just said, or you did it wrong. It did look funny as fuck, though. Actually, somebody, a few of you, sent that to me specifically. I mean, the guy had... (laughs) Fucking shit, you know? Wow. Just fucking holy shit. Holy shit, wow. Um, All right. That's enough about church. Let's talk about something else that's been in the news quite a bit lately. That is... uh, Fucking Obamagate. Fucking Obamagate. This is the only conspiracy theory that exists that has no content in it. You can't even look up what is Obamagate because it's not a thing. It's just a thing that Donald Trump says. And when he's asked about it, he says, oh, yeah, Obamagate's a big deal. It's still going on. And I'll tell you what, it was a really bad deal. It was a really big deal. And you'd never see anything like it. And next question. And from there, just like what I was saying before, from there, the fucking people down below, the little fucking Trump plebeians are like, what did he say? What did he say? Then they just immediately say it. It doesn't matter that there's no content in it. In fact, they'll just fill it up with content. But all he does is say, it's Obamagate. It's been going on a long time. Uh, It's been very bad. You've never seen anything like it. I'm mistreated, and I'm still mistreated by the previous president. And Obamagate. And that's it. And that's it. And dumb fucks like Bill Mitchell and fucking uh, uh, Vandersteel, whatever the fuck her name is, Vanderpump Rules, whatever that idiot's name is, or Greta Van fucking Suster, Greta Van Susa Studio, Great event. Su, su, studio. Picks that shit up and just fills it in with whatever, you know? Also, why, why do we just add gate to everything? When did we all become the least creative people ever? Ever since Watergate, every conspiracy has a gate in it. Doesn't even make, doesn't even pretend to try to make a little bit of sense. Just pizza gate. Fuck it. Fucking Obama gate. Fucking dick liquor gate. Nothing, no conspiracy doesn't have a, a gate after it. I actually totally forgot what I was fucking talking about. Oh, Obama gate. Yeah. What the fuck is it? No one knows. And everybody, all the fucking Trump blasters. The ones trying to cur- curry for favor. Please, sir, retweet me. Please, sir. Please, sir, retweet me. Can I have another? Then they're just like, Obamagate is this, you know? And they just make it up. The thing the thing he's been saying about Obama lately, I mean, he actually did specifically bring up Obamagate. That's why I'm talking about it. Like in the last couple days, said nothing about it. And now it's back in the fucking news. Of right-wing media, at least. In fact, you know what? I'm going to pull up some fucking insane people talking about it. Because it, just in the last few days, all of a sudden, gee, I wonder why a lot of these fucking idiots are just reopening the can of worms about Obama. Hey, Obama was president fucking three years ago. 
he's not president anymore. So what what's the deal? No current president has ever been more obsessed with his predecessors and previous opponents than our current one. The guy, every five words, two of them are Clinton and Obama. Two out of five words. That means one in every 2.5 words is Obama and one in every 2.5 words is Hillary or, or Clinton. I'm good at math. And that's the fucking deal. But these guys, they're just picking up the shit. They're just talking now because Trump said it. These fucking idiots are just talking about Obama now. And they say the most fucking demented shit. Truly demented shit. I saw some fucking guy, that fucking idiot. uh, Dave something. Dave fucking Daubin Meyer. Meyer fucking whatever. Dave Daubin. Dave Daubin. Uh, some absolute maniac who sucks so fucking much. He went off. He was he was talking about it. Uh, he doesn't even have any con. Here's just like I'm just gonna play like a little bit of taste of what I'm talking about here because just to give you a sense, you know. States, Barack Hussein Obama, the communist Muslim freak, must be put in jail. He- He's literally none of those things. So, okay. That doesn't happen. There's no justice in America. The president of the United States destroyed Michael Flynn. Oh. He destroyed him. He destroyed Michael Flynn. That in itself, in my opinion, is hangable. It's a hangable offense. He swore an oath to protect people. Michael Flynn swore an oath to not lie. And he literally testified that he lied to Mike Pence about highly important, highly sensitive intelligence shit about prior dealings with foreign fucking adversaries. So chill. These fucking people who love to be like, oh, Obama, he did Michael Flynn wrong. You don't even fucking know who Michael Flynn is. You're just a little fucking Trump plebeian. Please, sir, can I have a retweet? Please, sir. I'm curry in favor. Might I please have a retweet? They're all such little fucking follower losers. He said Obamagate. No, we got to talk shit about Obama this week, so he fucking retweets us. Like, what is this, second fucking grade? The thing he was going on about, I mean, the Michael Flynn thing, is that now Michael Flynn is like, the charges were dropped, and then the judge said, no, 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 you can't do that. So now he's back in the fucking news, and, I, and people are, you know, attributing that vague Obamagate reference to Michael Flynn, to what's happening with Michael Flynn. The dude was president so long ago. You've been president for almost as long as you can be president. You can't keep complaining about your predecessor. Fucking, he's just going to be like talking shit about James Monroe, you know? James Madison, just fucking going to start shitting on James Madison. Madison Gate. Adams Gate. Adamsgate and Quincy Adamsgate, you get them both. Um, but yeah, the new th- the new shit he's the the recent shit he's been on about about Obama is uh, he left the cupboards bare in terms of pa- how to handle a pandemic in terms of pandemic response. He left the cupboards bare. We didn't have anything to we didn't have any inventory. We couldn't uh, respond to the crisis properly. Because we weren't set up right by the previous administration. Hey man, you've been president for three years. You're the previous president. There's no previous president in terms of preparation after three years. You're it. You need to be prepared. The end. Stop blaming everything 
that goes wrong on the previous president. You are the biggest pussy in the world. And all your little fucking, please, sir, can I have a retweet, please, sir? May I have another retweet? All those motherfucking idiots somehow think he's a strong fucking guy. When in reality, he's the biggest pussy in the world. That's how dumb they are. Fucking 4D chess or whatever the fuck. Hey, see ya. Um, that guy's show is called Coach Dave. We're fucked. You know? Oh, here's, here, here's fucking Glenn Beck going on about Obama. I actually don't even know what this one is, but let's play it. Something tells me it'll be worth playing. Here's Glenn Beck, who, by the way, apologized about all of the Obama conspiracy thinking bullshit back when it was, you know, viable for his wallet to do so. Now he's back on TV or whatever this is, the internet. I'm positive no one gave him another TV show. Wearing a fucking ascot or whatever that is. So he didn't go away, unfortunately. Anyway, here's Glenn Beck talking about, oh yeah, Obamagate. Gee, I wonder why. Here he is. Donald Trump finally exposed. What else does Obama know? He knew everything. Everything Senator Church feared back in 1975 came true under the Obama administration. The arrogant moves against Donald Trump finally exposed all the termites that are investing our system. So... I guess we could say thank you to Obama for that. But I'm telling you, if you don't stand up and demand people go to jail, our republic will not survive. Wow, Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck, if Glenn Beck thought there was money, if Glenn Beck thought he could make money by going on TV and shoving a flaming, like, on-fire sword up his ass and out of his mouth. If he thought he could make money doing that, he would do it. If he thought there would be money in to be less physically fucked up about it, if he thought there would be money in just going on camera and repeatedly saying, I did a pee-pee, I did a popo, I did a pee-pee, I did a popo, he would, there's just no fucking, there's no way he wouldn't do that. I feel like that about fucking Sean Hannity too. The fucking, these people would just say whatever the fuck. I did a pee pee, I did a poopo. Just fucking hitting the cash button. They would do it. They would do it. I'm fucking British. Um, yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, what else? What the fuck else? Oh, you know what I was fucking thinking about? Actually, this is this is just like uh, this is not related to uh, any virus or religion or conspiracy theory. Um. I was thinking about how fucked up it probably is. How fucked up we all are, actually. In our, by our, I mean like anyone born, actually, no, fuck that. Anyone living now, how different our experience is. Forget all the other reasons. How different our experience is just from the simple fact that we've seen our own faces so much more than anyone else who's ever lived before us. We've seen our own likeness. I mean, you can't even, you can't even, it's not even possible to stress because no, there were no even, there weren't even fucking photographs for all of history. And then suddenly there's photographs. But they're really fucking expensive and not common. 
And then photographs are a bit more ubiquitous with Polaroids and shit. And then with digital cameras, obviously, it was more and more ubiquitous. And then with camera phones, it was insane. Everybody's had pictures of everything. And then with social media, like the fucking floodgates broke. The levees, the levees broke. And now we live in a fucking world forever. It will never not be like this where photographs, pictures, digital images of people's faces are, are, well, they're actually ubiquitous. You can find any image of anyone and it will only becoming more and more increasingly true to the fact that like one day we're just going to be like Sarah Phillips, you know, and then like, we're just going to say it. And then an image of Sarah Phillips will, will come up in front of your face and you just be like, huh, okay. Like Siri, like thousands of pictures of people named Sarah Phillips will just breeze by your eyes. But I'm not talking about looking at other people. I'm actually talking about the, the effect that it has on our brains that we are always seeing ourselves, whether we want to or not. And I don't care if you're even on social media. You still are doing that. You're still seeing your own face way more than anyone else throughout almost all of history has ever seen their face. That probably is having a fucking weird effect on people. I, for one, I hate looking at myself. And it's not because I don't like the way that I look. It's, it's even putting aside all of my feelings about the way I look. Including the negative ones, whatever the fuck. All of it. I just don't want to be thinking that I even look away, if that makes sense. I don't want to be reminded that I'm a thing that looks like something. It's liable to make me self-conscious in one way or another, if for no other reason than just, oh, that's me. I don't even fucking like to look in a mirror, you know? I really learned this the hard way by being in my own movie. It's like, that's like, that's fucking masochism. But that's not the point. The point is, I, 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 I don't know why I had never thought of it exactly like that, but that must be fucking us up in so many ways. Just this constant reminder of what we look like. That's not good. And then you've added social media, which, I mean, let's face it, anybody listening to this definitely has social media. So all of you, all of you who are listening... definitely see yourself, your own face, your own image. And I'm not talking about reflection. I'm talking about pictures of your face at one time or another. You all see your face way more than anyone in your, let's say, ancestry has. No one in your family has seen their own face more than you. It's fucking weird. I think about that all the time. All the ways that like entire generations of people don't even realize that they're different from previous ones. I mean, the easy thing to think about is like fucking the ubiquity of porn, you know? Just like for all of history, anytime anyone had a boner, and I'm using that term non-specific to penises. I'm talking about boner, like you were fucking horny, but I hate saying horny, even though I just fucking said it and explaining what I meant when in all of human all of human history, anytime someone's had a boner, like they what they didn't have available to them was taking out their phone or opening their computer and typing in the kind of sex that they're thinking about and just like literally see an endless supply of them. If you do that now, if you do that now, if you if you listening did that now, if you went on the fucking computer, open your phone, just in Google and just like pegging, you know, uh, uh, 
or or just just like fucking just even just missionary sex if you typed in missionary sex and then clicked videos the amount of videos that would come up of missionary sex would you couldn't fit them all in if for the rest of your fucking life that's how easy it is that's how much of it is out there for you to watch whenever the fuck you want but in all of human history anytime someone had a boner they had to fucking figure something else out we're so fucking different than the kinds of people that we were before how fucking easy it is to get food that I mean, getting food is like the story of human history now we're just like nah fucking get some random fucking guy to go to a place among millions of places to go pick up the exact fucking thing that I want and then they bring it to me like I'm a fucking prince the reason I say like I'm a fucking prince is because only princes could do that for almost all of human history. Now, there aren't even really fucking princes. Everyone's just a little mini prince. Go get me fucking BBQ chicken wings. You know? And then even the one that goes to get you the chicken BBQ chicken wings can just fucking do that whenever the fuck he gets home. It's not even a class thing. It's the it's just a capitalism thing. It's just how it works. The world's populated enough now that there's just everyone has their own fucking person to make them feel like a prince. So fucking different. I think there should be an amount of times in our life that we should be forced to look at ourselves or the other way around. If you like to look at yourself, there should be an amount of times that you get to look at yourself. Cause I've been around the motherfuckers that just, Oh, can't stop taking pictures of themselves. And those people fucking suck to be around. There should be an amount of times that you get to look at yourself if you like to look at yourself. And a maximum amount of times you should be forced to look at yourself if you don't. And when I'm president, I'm going to, that's within the first hundred days, I'm going to make that a law. Uh, all right. I mean, I don't think I have really time for anything else. I think that, I think that's, uh, an hour. Yeah, that's a fucking hour. And you know what? I didn't even play a fucking church song when I came back from the break. And that's that's just really upsetting. And I fucked that up. And I wonder if I'll ever feel okay about it again. I wonder if I'm going to repent, if I'm going to beg God to forgive me. Forgive me my trespass for I have sinned. Or whatever the fuck he says. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll just fucking make up for it right now. As I travel through this pilgrim land, there is a friend who walks with me, leads me safely through the sea.
Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. How about the fucking guys in those uh, quartets or whatever the fuck? Oh, that's the Statler brothers, and those guys fucking rule. But how about the guys in those groups? Even fucking Boys to Men had it. The one guy that's just like, the sometimes. Like, he barely sings. He's just, he's just like beyond baritone. Beyond baritone, he's into like the sound that we all imagine hell makes. He's just fucking sometimes just, uh, I can't even do it. Only those guys can do that. That's why they're in those groups. Anyway, I, that seems like a perfect place to leave it. Let you spend the rest of your day thinking about guys like that. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day of the Lord, which is Sunday, which is today, which is why we have Sunday service in the first place. So thank you for listening. Uh, I love you all. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy. And as much as you can, stay home. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay home.